If you enjoy listening to this podcast, we ask you to consider supporting it by making a one-time or reoccurring donation. Visit Mayflower's website at www.mayflowerucc.org and click on the Donate tab in the menu. Donations made to Mayflower's Communications Fund are tax-deductible and help ensure that this podcast is available. Thank you for your support. The sermon you are about to hear was preached at Mayflower Congregational UCC Church in Oklahoma City by the Reverend Dr. Lori Walkie, senior minister at one of America's premier liberal Protestant pulpits. At Mayflower, we are an open and affirming peace and justice church where we believe religion should be biblically responsible, intellectually honest, emotionally satisfying, and socially significant. We go now to the pulpit of Mayflower Congregational UCC Church of Oklahoma City and to the preaching and teaching of Reverend Dr. Lori Walkie. Good morning. Welcome on Summer Celebration Sunday from Mayflower Congregational United Church of Christ, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. Will you pray with me? We meant to do this a few months ago, Holy One, and then when that went by, we had it scheduled for the weekend before last, but then there was a softball game, or errands to run, or work to catch up on, or we had a headache, and, and well, we just never got around to spring cleaning. And now, it's summer. We could probably knock out the garage today, or the kids' closets, or, ma or maybe we could just go through the junk drawer. It's not just the house that seems cluttered, scattered, and overwhelmed, though. We abandoned a few spiritual practices right after Lent, leaving them draped over the chair like yesterday's clothes. We didn't mean to leave them there for so long. Perhaps we can shake out the wrinkles and see if they fit. Sometimes we just forget what we have in the closet. Be with us as we enter the next season, Holy One. Help us to be mindful of what lives in our heart and takes up space in our home. Make sure that we don't invite in any shame, but instead welcome in reflection, repentance, and repair. With our brooms and mops at the ready, we pray. Amen. Last week, almost none of us saw the editorial written by Clyde Bunyan, the managing editor for diversity, community engagement, and opinion for The Oklahoman, our state's largest daily newspaper. Almost none of us saw it because almost none of us here have a subscription to the Oklahoman. <laughs> I confess, the Walkie household didn't have a subscription until the year of our Lord, 2022, when the Oklahoman requested that I submit a monthly viewpoint so that they could more regularly offer a progressive Christian perspective to their readership. 
by submitting a sermon I've preached to this congregation, but edited down to 500-ish words. It may seem like the only reason that we got a subscription is because of my viewpoints being printed, but that is not the only reason. It's because my grandma Novella died in 2020, and she could have been counted on to clip out of the paper anything with my name or photo on it and give it to me, although only after she had tucked it into her Bible so she could show her Sunday school class that her granddaughter was in the newspaper, even if what I wrote scandalized them. <laughs> Back to Clyde Bunyan's editorial. In said editorial that almost none of us saw, she wrote, Oklahoma, we elected a superintendent of public instruction who willfully neglects his duty to foster conditions for the academic growth of our children. Instead, he cares more about pushing harmful propaganda and demoralizing our teachers, already exhausted by his toxic rhetoric. His fiscal responsibilities are also in question, willfully avoiding to apply for competitive federal grants if they have elements of diversity and inclusion, LGBTQ initiatives, social-emotional learning, or trauma-informed practices, supposedly because they're not part of Oklahoma values. At the last meeting of the Oklahoma State Board of Education, Ryan Walters showed what can only be described as a campaign-style propaganda video meant to retain support from voters who are convinced our schools are rife with any of the harmful isms Walters declares. One of the most direct lines in that editorial reads, this misleading characterization of teachers creates more chaos and more fear. Most of us are aware, though, that it's not just the Department of Education causing so much chaos. Last year, after the Oklahoma legislature passed multiple abortion bans, with an exception for a medical emergency or to save the life of a pregnant person, doctors across the state have dealt with confusion and fear of prosecution when caring for pregnant patients. A study revealed that not a single hospital, not a single hospital in Oklahoma, appeared to be able to articulate a clear, consistent policy for emergency obstetric care that supported their clinician's ability to make decisions based solely on that clinical judgment and pregnant patients' stated preferences and needs. Last week, the Oklahoma Supreme Court struck down the laws that required a medical emergency before a doctor could terminate a pregnancy to save a pregnant patient's life. In a 6-3 ruling, the court recognized the inherent evil in requiring a near-death experience before providing health care. This is, of course, good news. The rulings last week are important to warming up the chilling effect criminalizing abortion has had on healthcare providers. But as the Office of Oklahoma's Attorney General reminded us, despite the court's decisions, Oklahoma's 1910 law prohibiting abortion remains in place. Except for certain circumstances outlined in that statute, abortion is still unlawful in the state of Oklahoma. So there is still confusion and fear around seeking and providing abortion care 
which is, of course, healthcare. Just sticking to these two issues, education and access to reproductive health care, has many of us asking, can we get off this ride? The anger, the anxiety, the confusion, and general chaos threatens to swallow us whole. But we have a story for this. So I invite you to relax your shoulders put both feet on the floor, and lean in to this old, old story again, but for the first time. If you would rather read it, you can find it in the first chapter of Genesis. As we often say around here, I don't know if this is exactly how it happened, but I know that this story is true. In the beginning, there was a formless void, a nothingness that stretched on endlessly. There was no place to grow roots or to fly kites, only chaos, thick and heavy and swirling all around. The Hebrew is often translated as confusion or unreality or indistinguishable ruin, chaos. But it was out of this chaos that the holy began to create. The spirit swooped and soared, and oh, it was really something, really something. Out of the chaos, God created the most unexpected of things, Plants and animals, atmosphere and minerals, ground cover and redwood trees, rainforest and desert. Out of the chaos, God created wonder, consciousness, and belovedness. Out of the chaos, God created a place where life could thrive. And then, God created Earthlings, God made us in God's image and declared us not just good, but very good. Which means, of course, that we are creators too. Made in God's image, we know what to do with the chaos that is thick and heavy and swirling all around us. We will take this chaos, this confusion, this unreality, this indistinguishable ruin, and we will create. We will create wonder and consciousness and belovedness. We will create a place where life can thrive. We will create something that will be recognized not just as good, but is very good. So here's what we're going to do with some of that chaos that I highlighted at the beginning of this sermon. Mayflower has a newly formed reproductive justice team so that we as a congregation can more fully live into our commitment to resist by the power of love those forces in the world that separate, oppress, or deny freedom and dignity to all people. 
Reproductive justice includes work to ensure access to abortion care, but it is so much more than that. Reproductive justice is the human right to maintain personal bodily autonomy, have children, not have children, and parent the children we have in safe and sustainable communities. So in the short term, our reproductive justice team is partnering with our denomination, the United Church of Christ, to assemble period packs. Studies show that two in five people who menstruate cannot afford menstrual hygiene products. So to mind that gap, next Sunday, we, we will assemble menstrual hygiene products that will be distributed to who needs them most and we need all the hands we can get to help. Our reproductive justice team is also working with the Spiritual Alliance of Communities for Reproductive Dignity, sacred for short, to provide opportunities for us to learn reproductive justice principles, to equip us to offer compassionate care and justice, and to help us more clearly articulate how our faith leads us to liberation ethics and reproductive justice. When it comes to education, starting next Sunday, we are going to read a banned picture book every week. Yeah. It seems that I don't need to explain this to you, but I will anyway. <laughs> According to the American Library Association, book banning increased 38% in 2022, and more than 1,600 books were banned in 86 school districts and 26 states. Similar efforts have taken place in America's past to limit and manipulate access to education and maintain the status quo. Notably, laws prohibited enslaved persons from learning how to read to limit progress and prevent their history and contributions from being made known. We understand banning books, removing them from libraries and bookshelves in schools, is an attempt to silence voices, history, and experiences of anyone not in the majority. So we must do our part to ask questions and to be a public witness against these efforts. Church is one of the best places to be curious, to ask questions, to share ideas, and to be in conversation about our values, which include, but isn't limited to, diversity and equity, queer affirmation, social emotional learning, and being honest about our history. In addition to reading banned books, we will likely get additional concrete ideas next month from one of our Distinguished Pulpit Series speakers when we welcome former State Superintendent of Education Joy Hoffmeister to the Mayflower Pulpit. Yeah, I mean, that's fine too. We know in our bones how to respond to chaos and confusion. We know. And we may be tired and frustrated, but we indeed have all that we need to create a place where life can actually thrive. We can create belovedness, wonder, and wholeness 
out of all of this chaos. So let's get started. You've been listening to the preaching and teaching of Reverend Dr. Lori Walkie, Senior Minister at Mayflower Congregational UCC Church in Oklahoma City. More information about the church can be found at www.mayflowerucc.org or by visiting Mayflower's Facebook page. Worship services are every Sunday at 10 a.m. with Sunday school classes for all ages at 9 a.m. Mayflower is located on Northwest 63rd Street in Oklahoma City, one block west of Portland. Thank you for listening.